Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 6th of October. With over 61,000 new coronavirus cases, India's total count has crossed 66,85,000 or 6.6 million. The death toll has risen by 884, taking the total number of fatalities in the country to more than 1,3,000. So far, more than 55 lakh people have recovered from the disease. According to the Johns Hopkins University tracker, there has been a slight fall in India's seven-day average of new cases confirmed each day. Government data shows that despite India witnessing a steady decline in daily infections in the last three weeks, five states, that is, Kerala, Chhattisgarh, Uttarakhand, Odisha and Madhya Pradesh, have been reporting a rise in COVID-19 cases. Union Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Jaurikar has said that cinemas, theatres and multiplexes will be reopening from October 15th onwards. He added that they have been directed to operate with up to 50% of their seating capacity and follow all COVID-19 protocols issued by the ministry. The Central Drug Standard Control Organization has asked Dr. Reddy's laboratories to submit a revised protocol for conducting both Phase 2 and 3 of human clinical trials for the Russian vaccine Sputnik V in India. The Hyderabad-based pharmaceutical company had applied to the Drugs Controller General of India late last week, seeking permission to conduct Phase 3 of human clinical trials of Sputnik V against COVID-19. The Odisha government has decided to start favipiravir therapy for COVID-19 patients getting treatment in home isolation. Meanwhile, doctors in Mumbai have said that those who are getting symptoms of COVID-19 are largely self-medicating instead of visiting hospitals and getting a COVID test. They also added that around 30% of the coronavirus patients in intensive care units of hospitals are young people below the age of 40 years. After the social media post of Congress leader Madhu Gaur Yakshi complaining about pain and itchiness caused by the chemicals in COVID-19 quarantine stamps went viral, a fresh batch of stamp ink was ordered for international passengers at Delhi International Airport. A Supreme Court bench headed by Chief Justice of India S.A. Bobde has begun hearing a PIL seeking CBI or SIT investigation into the Hathras rape incident. The petition was filed against the mishandling of the case by the state administration and had demanded a CBI probe under a sitting or retired Supreme Court or High Court judge. The petition had sought to transfer the case from Uttar Pradesh to Delhi. The Uttar Pradesh government in its affidavit to the Apex Court on Tuesday said that Hathras was on high alert on the night of the girl's cremation because of the Babri Mosque verdict a day later. It claimed that the cremation was performed with full rights and customs at night to maintain law and order. It also said that the victim's family was present for the cremation and had agreed to it to avoid large-scale violence. A special investigation team formed by the Adityanath government visited the crime scene on Tuesday morning and will submit its report on Hathras rape case today. The Uttar Pradesh chief minister had previously accused BJP's political opponents of laying a foundation for caste and communal riots through international funding. In his affidavit, he had also asked the Supreme Court to order a Central Bureau of Investigation probe for a free and fair investigation into the matter and had alleged that a vicious campaign was being unleashed to defame him. The Supreme Court has turned the Hathras incident as extraordinarily shocking. It has asked Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, who is appearing on behalf of the Uttar Pradesh government, to submit an affidavit on whether the witnesses have been provided with security and whether the victim's family has been given a lawyer or not. The matter has been adjourned for next week. One of the 19 FIRs filed by the Uttar Pradesh police in the aftermath of the Hathras case alleges sedition and conspiracy by unknown people. 
It also alleges that the family of the young woman who died after the assault and alleged gang rape by four men was offered 50 lakh rupees to lie about the state government. The New Delhi unit of Kerala Union of Working Journalists has written to the Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath urging him to ensure the release of four journalists who were taken into custody in Mathura on Monday. The journalists including Siddiq Kapan who is the secretary of the organization were on their way to Hatras to cover the incident. Kapan who has been a journalist for 12 years hitched a ride with members of Popular Front of India who were known to him when he was taken into preventive arrest under section 151 along with three others. They were held for alleged links with the Popular Front of India which is an organization that was accused by the UP police for inciting violence during the protests against the Citizenship Amendment Act. According to the Mathura police chief Gaurav Grover they were taken into custody because their movement was found to be suspicious. Their phones and laptops were also seized. Members of the upper caste Thakur community in Hatras have accused the girl and her family of falsely blaming the four men who were arrested after her statement. They criticized the Bhim Army chief Chandrasekhar Azad for doing politics over the issue and demanded a Supreme Court investigation into the same. Bahujan Samaj Party chief Mayawati has said that instead of spreading conspiracies, the UP government should focus on ensuring justice for the victim's family. Shiv Sena in its editorial mouthpiece Samna has questioned the center for providing wise security to actress Kangana Ranawat but not to the family of the Hatras victim. The National Commission of Women meanwhile has sought an explanation from BJP IT cell chief Amit Malviya, Congress leader Digvijay Singh and actress Swara Bhaskar for revealing the identity of the victim on Twitter. It has also directed them to delete the posts. Dear listeners, News Laundry's reportage on the Hathras case has been widely cited and shared across platforms. So I'd like to take a moment to thank all our subscribers who enable our journalism with their support. For those of you who are not aware, News Laundry has been consistently following the Hatras story. In fact, our reporters Akanksha and Nidhi were among the first to write an in-depth ground report on the same. They also filed a follow-up report based on their second visit to the village after the forceful burning of the victim's body. It is titled Our Fault is that she was Dalit. In Hatras, a forced cremation, a media circus and a life of humiliation. Most recently Nidhi also filed an in-depth report highlighting the multiple loopholes in UP government and UP police's narrative around the incident. The most important one being the denial of a rape. On October 1st Prashant Kumar Uttar Pradesh's additional director general of police had claimed that a forensic report showed that the victim had not been raped since no sperm could be found in her body. In doing so he exposed the systemic lacuna in how sexual assault in India is recorded investigated and reported. In her report Nidhi points out and I'm quoting according to the rape examination report by the time the rape examination was done the victim had changed clothes including her undergarment wiped her genitalia passed urine and stool rinsed her mouth and goggled. Moreover sperm cells can be typically detected for only up to 3 days in vaginal swabs and for up to 7 days in cervical swabs but over 7 days had passed since the assault so the doctors were not even trying to detect sperm this is evident from the report which clearly states that since the body had been wiped several times a uv examination was not done a uv examination is done to detect sperm Do read Nidhi's report on newslaundry.com for more details on UP police's botched up investigation into the case. And listeners, if you by any chance are still finding it hard to grasp how caste plays a role even in gender crimes including in this case, please do watch Nidhi and Akanksha's video ground report titled Hatras Gang Rape: Why Does Caste Matter? You'll find it on Newslaundry's YouTube channel. 
We want to bring you more of such ground reports and to help us do so, please do consider subscribing to us since we are an independent and 100% ad-free news platform. We need your support now more than ever before. So go to newslaundry.com and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. As a large number of farmers gathered in Sirsa for Rahul Gandhi's visit, security was beefed up by Haryana police to prevent traffic disruption. Speaking to reporters on Monday, Haryana's Chief Minister Manohar Lal Khattar had said that nobody will be permitted to take law and order into their hands. He also added that Rahul Gandhi has the right to put forth his views, but if he comes with a big procession from Punjab, he will not be allowed to do so. However, after initially being stopped at the border, the Congress leader was allowed to carry on. Yogendra Yadav, a member of the All India Kisan Sangharsh Coordination Committee, was also present at the protest site. It was the third day of Congress's Kheti Bachao Yatra, aimed at developing India's agricultural system. Rahul Gandhi had earlier explained that his party's stance was meant to improve agrarian infrastructure in the country. He had said that it would include developing markets for farmers and putting a mandi every four kilometres. Attacking the centre, Rahul Gandhi also said that laws introduced by the Modi government were an attack on farmers and India's food security system. The suffering of Punjabi farmers has found a huge emotional support among the Sikh and Punjabi diaspora communities around the world. Numerous rallies and virtual events like the Kisan Rally in South Hall in England are being organised to stand with the farmers in distress. Despite incessant rain, COVID restrictions and police fines, the streets of South Hall on Sunday were filled with hundreds of people protesting against the recently passed farm laws. And now for some international updates. The overall number of global coronavirus cases has topped 35.3 million, while the deaths have increased to more than 1.04 million. The US remains the worst-hit country with the world's highest number of infections and deaths. The United States Center for Disease Control and Prevention acknowledged concerns about airborne transmission of the virus. It said that COVID-19 virus can spread through the air and can linger on for hours. US President Donald Trump, who tested positive along with his wife, returned to the White House to continue his treatment for coronavirus after a three-night hospital stay. Trump chose to pose for pictures on the Truman balcony without a mask and urged people not to be frightened by the disease. It is worth noting that the president is still contagious. Many members of the White House and the Republican Senate have already tested positive for COVID-19. His return from the White House comes after his theatrics yesterday where he left the hospital in an SUV to greet his supporters. The White House, meanwhile, in order to ensure a vaccine gets approved before the presidential elections due in November, has blocked new Food and Drug Administration guidelines on bringing emergency COVID-19 vaccines to the market. Associated Press called this intervention by Trump officials the latest example of the administration undercutting its own medical experts who have been working to combat the pandemic that has left more than 210,000 Americans dead. Australia is set to spend $4 billion in the next year to pay businesses to hire young people under the age of 35 after the COVID-19 shutdown to boost jobs and growth. The strict lockdown measures in Australia were reported to have forced shut entire sectors of the economy, sending unemployment to a 22-year high of 7.5% in July. The 2020 Nobel Prize in Physics has been awarded to three scientists for their work on understanding black holes. Roger Penrose, Reinhard Genzel and Andrea Ghez were announced as this year's winners at a news conference in Stockholm. The winners will share the prize money of 10 million kroners. David Haviland, chair of the Physics Prize Committee, said that this year's award celebrates one of the most exotic objects in the universe. 
Black holes are regions of space where gravity is so strong that not even light can escape from them. UK-born physicist Sir Roger Penrose from the University of Oxford demonstrated that black holes were an inevitable consequence of Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity. Alf Danielson, a member of the Nobel Committee, said, and I quote, He, that is Roger Penrose, understood the mathematics, he introduced new tools and then could actually prove that this is a process you can naturally expect to happen, that a star collapses and turns into a black hole, unquote. He said that Sir Roger had laid the theoretical foundations to say these objects exist. You can expect to find them if you go out and look for them. And now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. And you have to see the video of the UP police guy where he's schooling the relatives almost ki dekhiye Hindu riti rewaj ke accordingly to kabhi bhi ho sakti hai aisa kahin nahi likha hai ki raat ko nahi ho sakta would he have dared do that to a thakur family would he have dared do that to an upper caste person saying explaining to him ki Hindu riti rewajon ke accordingly kya hota hai and he tells the family ki kuch galti to aap se bhi hui hai aap maan lijiye that was a short clip from the latest episode of our podcast news laundry hafta The regular panel with Abhinandan Sekri, Manisha Pandey, Mehraj Lone and Raman Kirpal were joined by author and journalist Nisha Susan. Do listen to the complete episode for more on Hatras, the Babri Masjid demolition verdict and the American presidential debate. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.